Welcome to The Leapcast, where we dive deep into divisive topics, challenge biases, and confront political noise from an independent point of view. I'm Andrew Leap, and together with my legal team, we have one goal, to transform political vitriol into productive conversations. Each week, we talk about real issues by translating hateful rhetoric into meaningful discourse. Then, we offer ideas to solve the issues and improve all of our lives. Let's rise above the negativity and make some real change. Ready to join the discussion? Discussion? Get started now on the Leapcast. Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Leap. It's the Chazaka's birthday, everybody. Happy birthday, Morty. Thank you, 25. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> Do you see his skin regiment, Lauren? It's like he doesn't age a day. It's because he uses the drunk elephant moisturizer. I definitely age. <laughs> I saw a picture of myself come up on Facebook. Uh-huh. I was got engaged when I was 26. Oh my god! I, but I thought like you were only baby. 25. I'm so confused. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I, screwed, I screwed that one up. Oops. It's good to just um, live in pretend land. I think that's the real way everyone's doing stuff. Although, pretend land is really coming back to reality these days. And I've been telling you all about this for years now. No one seems to listen to me. But um, what happens is you get so caught up in what you believe in pretend land that you forget reality. I'll give you an example of this. Okay. Do you remember this chick, this lady, this Kim Davis lady? Um, She was in the Rowan County Clerk. And David Ermold, I might be butchering his name, and David Moore tried to get married in Kentucky. She was the clerk. And do you remember... Back then, back then, I just want to tell you back then, there was this thing about are we allowed to let David and David get married, be a same-sex marriage? That was a big, big, big deal. When was then? Uh, we're in 2015, Lauren. Okay. I like the way you asked me these things. So you you know that I, just, I know it's 2015. Well, I just wanted to get a perspective of timeline. Well, you should be knowing that 2015 is when Kim Davis made a fool of herself because she said that it would violate God's definition definition of marriage and her religious beliefs as a Christian. And I want to point this out before you jump on me. I'm not saying it doesn't violate God's definition of marriage, and I'm not saying it doesn't violate her beliefs as a Christian. I'm saying that she was the county clerk, and a county clerk has a ministerial job, which means process things you receive. You don't make laws. You process them. And by the way, based on the law, based on the law, and and no one was David and David. I'm positive. I didn't speak to them, but I'm positive of this. Neither of them asked her to bless them under Christianity. Like that wasn't one. uh, The problem was back then, a big topic of make believe was I don't believe that a civil marriage, that's what we were talking about here should be able to be allowed because I believe in my own ethics, morals, religious behavior. And guess what? Kimmy Gal, Kimmy Gal just got ordered now, this January we learned, Kimmy Gal, this big shot who lived in pretend land, Morty, now has to pay $260,000. That's the price of being an asshole and living in pretend land. What's the damages for? So there was... $50,000 $50,000 each to them in damages, and the rest was attorney's fees and costs. So oh, nice. When did this start? Did this, the, 2015. This nine years to... Yeah, so what happened was, you're missing the point so they of sued, it. They sued her for discrimination? They sued her, yeah. And so what's interesting is 
I, I you're saying suitor for discrimination, and I imagine it was a 1983 case about the state depriving someone of rights because they were allowed. Anyway, right. it's part of discrimination. Right. But in real terms, they sued her for being an asshole. And so what I mean by be, being an asshole again is that we start living in pretend land. That's that's the problem of society today, meaning that people have a hard time differentiating their beliefs of how the world should be versus the reality of the laws that the world is. I'm going to give you another example of it, okay? I'm going to give you another example, and then we're going to talk about this. Okay. And we can go back and forth between the two. Do you know this jackass in Texas, the governor? Oh, Abbott? Yeah, Abbott. Yeah. He's a jackass. I'm going to tell you why I call him a jackass. Him and the shithead are buddies. Here's <laughs> what they do. Ready? They put migrants on planes and buses when the migrants may not know that they're where they're going or how they're going, and they randomly drop them off in other states. They've been doing this for in, years. In years. Blue yeah. states. Yeah, but here's what happened today, Morty. Well, yeah. maybe not today. Maybe it was yesterday. New York State just sued the bus driver operators. 17 of these coach companies under what's called Social Service Law 149. Here's what it says in Social Service Law 149. Any person, which includes a company, that because a corporation is a person under the Supreme Court precedent. So any company, it says any person, any company who knowingly brings or causes to be brought a needy person from out of state into the state for the purpose of making him a public charge, he'll be obligated to convey such person out of state or support him at his own expense. Wait, wait, wait. So Abbott paid a bus company to transport migrants to another state, and now the bus company is getting sued? That's the one. Wow. So you, Abbott had – he does it all over the place. He drops him off in California. He drops him off in Illinois. He drops him – he likes to say Chicago, but in Illinois and out uh, suburbs – they say Chicago because Chicago is synonymous with a boogeyman in Republican circles they've created as this terrible city. Although if you've ever had deep dish pizza at Geno's East, you know that they don't know what they're talking about. It's all about the food. This pizza, Morty, is so thick. One slice of this, you're full for a week. It's yeah, so I would, good. I wouldn't like that. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I need to go there. Anyway. Oh, my God. So guess how much money. in the bathroom all day after that. Guess, <laughs> guess my throne. Guess how much money. New York is now suing these 17 bus companies for. How much? $708 million. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So these bus companies <coughs> are going to go bankrupt. Well, these bus companies were charging Abbott $1,650 per person, while a one-way ticket cost 291 So they were getting chartering them at $1,650. A one-way ticket cost – anyway, so they were charging Abbott. They were saying, Abbott, pay us. We'll help you be an asshole. And we'll transport. Well, they're making a fortune. I want to point out something. There's a very good argument that Texas is disproportionately burdened. I, mean, I think it's pretty clear. Well, I don't know about that because New Mexico is a border state. Arizona is a border state. California is a border state. So you can make the argument, just to be clear on that statement, Morty, yeah. that California, New Mexico, Arizona, and Texas are disproportionately yeah. bordered. But burdened. not Florida. No, Florida's <laughs> not a border state. But the, well, it is. They're all border states. I mean, yeah. border with te Mexico. But my point, just to be clear, is when you think about disproportionately burdened, Texas doesn't lump itself in with California, New Mexico, right. and Arizona. Right. 
everyone thinks, oh, Texas, the border in Texas. Right. You know what the difference is between Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California? What? Republican governors only in Texas. Right. And so it's a good talking point that these terrible Democrats, I don't know if you saw the the stunt yesterday by our new um, religious cult leader, um, Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Yeah, what did he say? He, he goes down to the border and he's complaining. Maybe it was two days ago. He's complaining about the border. He's right. There's problems yeah, at the border. Don't crazy. Don't misunderstand. There's um, There's stuff going on at the border. But the person, I think it was CNN, I could be wrong, inter- was interviewing him, says to him, so why don't you approve, I think it was $12 billion for border security, right. which everyone's trying to give him. And he goes, that won't solve the problem. And the CNN guy goes- solve part of the problem? Yeah, that's what the CNN guy goes. And he goes, no, you have to turn off the well of immigrants. You don't need to deal with them when they get here. And the CNN guy or whoever it you was- can do both. That's what he said. And he goes- <laughs> He goes, even when Trump had less people coming through, you still needed um, – I imagine Border Patrol would want well, $12 billion bucks. Yeah, isn't that why they authorize all that money for the wall? So I'm asking you a question, yeah. Morty. Do yeah. you know why Mike Johnson doesn't want the $12 why? billion? Dollars? Because he wants the crisis to perpetuate. I'm telling you. Great talking point. Because it's a great talking point that the Democrats aren't solving mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And if they solve it, then they lose – anyway, so here's what's happening. You're missing my point if you guys think that I'm telling you that – this, we should have same-sex marriage as something that county clerks do. And you're missing my point if you think that I'm telling you that Texas should have to keep all illegal immigrants that come and we shouldn't move them to other places. My point is that when you listen to media and, you, and you're listening and you're on the X and you're following what everyone's saying, and then you act upon it without the law changing to the way you want it, you get punched in the face. And my point being, (coughs) and this is really, I'm going to talk about DEI in a second. I think that's kind of in this vein. And um, sexual harassment trainings in New York, we just launched our new one from, what's the name of our company, Lauren? Leap Compliance. From Leap Compliance. How do people find the sexual harassment? SexualHarassmentTrainingNY.com. And so we do these trainings because in New York, under the labor law, Morty, as you know. It's required. It's required. And if you don't do it, it could be a misdemeanor. If you don't do it annually, it could be a misdemeanor, which could be tens of thousands of dollars because each person who doesn't get the training that works for you could be a fortune. And it's great opening statement in a lawsuit when you have an employee who is sexually harassed by a plaintiff's attorney that goes, you do know, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, that there's a mandatory requirement to give sexual harassment prevention trainings in the state of New York annually. And this employer knew that because every employer is charged with knowing that. And they chose not to give it because they would like to condone sexual harassment in the workplace. And that's why we're here today. And that's why Veronica was touched inappropriately by her supervisor. That's a yep. good like starting go. point. Anyway, <clears throat> what happens though with the sexual harassment trainings is the same thing that happens with this Clark Kim Davis. And the same thing that happens with this bus company is they, it's the exact same thing. Here's what's happening. I don't think employers should have to do this training. It's an expense, and it's not fair that they have to be this problem. I don't think that they should have this burden on them. We, we barely make any money anyway. We shouldn't have to allocate budget. It's stupid. I'm not doing it. Kim Davis is saying, I don't differentiate between religious and civil marriage. 
you could use the word marriage and me marriage is marriage is marriage is marriage is marriage and you're telling me to violate my religion and even though my job is just to stamp something and put it forward i refuse because i'm not doing it okay as long as you pay the cost for uh, not complying with the law which is the key to the pie piper you got to yeah. pay the pie piper because this company this this bus company goes ooh i can help abbott this is terrible all these immigrants illegal immigrants coming into the republican the republican texas we should bring them <laughs> to these cities, these democratic blue cities, these democratic blue cities that like to label themselves as sanctuary cities. They want to call themselves sanctuary cities. Let them have these immigrants. We're bringing them out of Texas. When they learn what's going on there, they're going to do something about it and they're going to change it. This is not an ask for forgiveness type of thing when you deal with the law. It's an ask for permission type of thing. Lauren and I, Morty, are in the process of deciding what we want to do with our brand and public relations moving forward. As you know, we're on pause right now, and we're interviewing and trying to decide how we're going to curtail the brand. Right, Lauren? Yeah, I mean, you were doing a lot of these political and highly polarizing topics last year in media, and, you know, are we doing that in 2024? Where are we going? What are we going to do? And how are we going to do this stuff? And one of the things that is important while we're talking about this is when we talk about asking for forgiveness or asking for permission, when we talk about where we're going to go with this, you have to set your brand from the beginning. And a brand that is really challenging these days, I don't know if you see Bill Ackerman, you know, Bill Ackerman, mm -hmm. he the just- The Harvard, the one who was uh, threatening to take away money from Harvard. It gets even better. Yeah. His plagiarizing wife- who plagiarized on her dissertation and him have now caused the Harvard president to be removed from being the Harvard president for plagiarizing in her work. Right. No hypocrisy there or anything. Yeah, no. So Bill Ackerman's been on a charge. Now he's after MIT, apparently, Billy Boy. And he's using advocacy. And I think he's like one of these, and maybe I'm wrong. You correct me if I'm wrong. Hostile takeover, corporate people. Yeah, I don't really know what he does. I, but yeah. yeah. I and so I don't like, think he's a pleasant person. My point is that this is what he does in his world anyway, right. of like, how do we make ruckus? Yeah. And so him and Elon Musk and a few other fellas, and I don't know if you've seen this morning because you're smarter than me. And by that, I mean, Beyond all the other reasons, you don't spend all day reading social media. I don't. And, but I do. And I'm going to tell you what's been going on, and there's been an uptick. And this is really what I want to talk about today. And it goes to the whole theme. DEI is discriminatory. And that's, that's been – I can't hear you, Lauren. That's what Alon says. Um, that – is what all these people are saying. Bill Ackerman, that's what that's what all these people are saying. Bill Ackerman, Elon, we're seeing it everywhere. And it's not just them. It's the same signaling. I want you to understand that I saw with Kim Davis that got her to say it. It wasn't her original idea that she's going to go block same-sex couples from getting married at county clerks. Back then, the thing was... Don't let the gays get married. If they get married, they're going to ruin the sanctuary of marriage between a man and a woman. And the point of the marriage was to perpetuate society and to have more children. And gay people getting more rights will affect our rights. Isn't that what it was yeah. back then? Yeah. And there was – you were emboldened. You were empowered back in – I want to say, here's the error. Here's the error if it helps you. 
about 2002, I would say, to 2015, that era, and I remember it distinctly, was the era of same-sex marriage. That was the debate mm -hmm. all the time. Like back then, if you came out as gay and a politician, you were done. Do you remember that? That oh, was yeah. that was the error. And they had gay sex and they would Oprah did a whole thing about living on the down low. It was now no one gives a fuck. But back then, and when I say no one, I'm talking about the majority. I know that you creepy little person that lives in the middle of Kentucky still cares. But anyway, so she was listening and she got motivated and she got inspired and she <coughs> and she fell, fell into this trap, Morty. And because she fell into this trap, she's now paying $260,000. These bus companies, I'm telling you what happened. I can see it. Like, this has not been a new thing about the border. Trump wanted to build a fucking wall. Do you remember? Like, yeah. this has been, I want to go back to George Bush, really, that we were hearing about border issues. and Well, Clinton. Yeah. Clinton and then the Democrats changed their tune on immigration. But he was like, we're not letting anybody in. But the, this real um, border, like if someone comes in, it should be a blue state problem is what I'm trying right, to understand. Right, 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 right. That's the talking point. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. let's ship them. I, yeah. That's been going on for some time. And now this charter company is getting sued for 708 million bucks. And I'm telling you when it comes to the sexual harassment one, which isn't as big of a deal unless you're in New York State and we see it with our school, there's going to be a day. You know, open your eyes. And Department of Labor is going to give everyone a penalty that doesn't do this. Yeah. And there's going to be a day, you're going to open your eyes, there's already lawsuits, where someone's going to pay hundreds of millions of dollars in a sexual harassment uh, sexual harassment litigation, sexual assault, sexual battery. That, that hasn't done the training for 10 yeah. years. sexual yeah. discrimination, I'm telling you. But what I see the real problem today is, is DEI is discriminatory. And I got to give Mark Cuban so many props right now because he's the one fighting back. And Cuban and I, we agree. Is he going to run for what president? Did, what did he say? Well, first of all, he knows that the best way to live in life is to wake up in the morning, have your coffee, and go, go, IU, fight, fight, fight. You just love because him he went to Indiana. Do you know that's not why? It's because he owned a bar while he was a student ah, in Indiana. Yeah, very entrepreneurial. While a student. I think that makes you so cool. But, and he, anyway, we don't need to talk about Cuban right now. But Cuban's been saying, and I agree with him completely, he, they were talking about the Mavericks. People are coming at him and they're going, hey, dude, it doesn't look like you have diversity on your bench on the Mavericks. By the way, I will point out that he has the best white player in the history oh God, of basketball un unbelievable. on his team. Well, it's him and that uh, farmer, uh, the guy who went back in the offseason. Yes, that wants to have his horses. Jokic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this guy, but they're yeah. both white. But what yeah. my point is like, if I'm you saying want, it's, it's, a, it's a dispute as to who's better. But if you want to do DEI in basketball, it would be the uh, reverse. You'd want to have white people represented yeah. on the team. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> but what Cuban says is he goes, and I, I agree with him completely, is he goes, it's not about what job I have DEI in. It's about the overall organization where we have like close to 600 people working for the Dallas Mavericks. And he goes, wouldn't you want people of different races and ethnicities in your sales force to be able to talk to those communities and get them to want to use your company? Wouldn't it be good to have people yeah, with different just, perspectives? something like basketball. Yeah. Where there are – it's a very diverse fan base. Yeah. And people of all ages, all colors, 
And yeah, you want people that can relate to different people in the sales office. In a sales office, yeah. don't you want an Indian guy to go get, like maybe an Indian guy knows how to c- talk to Indian people culturally and to try, and he's like, if you have represented re- representation of all these different demographics. And that can actually be what we call a bona fide occupational qualification. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Cuban's saying. Yeah. And I, I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. No, that's exactly what he's saying. And, and it's actually, we, this is, <laughs> we have a reason here to be allowed to discriminate. And he's not even saying, though, he's discriminating. He's saying, I'm hiring the best person. But if I have two people that are equally qualified for the most part, I want to have diversity because I want my company to look like my clients, customers, constituency, because they understand what's going on in those cultures. They can tell us how to adapt. Like, how would you know if you weren't Muslim how to deal with Ramadan? Like, it's something you should want to have someone in your organization to educate you so you can talk to your community again. Like, you need to talk. Anyway, so what I'm seeing, though, on Facebook, what I'm seeing on X, what I'm seeing on all these channels is people are up in arms and they're saying DEI is discrimination. It's reverse discrimination. It's discrimination. And they're going on and on. We have to get rid of DEI. You saw it, Lauren. It's everywhere. Everywhere. We were talking about the other day. I went after them and I said, DEI stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion. On the face, there's nothing discriminatory about it. Now, to be clear, if you're going to have quotas in your workforce, that's discrimination. If you're specifically saying we need a, um, a VP who's of a specific race... That's discrimination. Yeah. and But the training isn't discrimination. Well, forgetting the training, and I agree with you, Lauren, but the actual policy itself, before you train the policy, mm-hmm. before you implement the policy, DEI overall is just saying we need to have a diverse workforce. We need to have these people be stakeholders, right? Equity. We want to give them stakeholder positions. like yeah. Because honestly, one of the ways you get diversity is to see people higher up in the food chain of a company. And you go, wow, I'm not going to be an all-boys club, for example, yeah. Lauren, where all the boys are going out golfing and I have no chance to get through the glass ceiling. We want to find out that there's people that look like me, act like me. It's so important for getting more out of people to have more successful people on higher levels to show them where they can go. But that doesn't mean that you hire somebody who is not as qualified. Yeah, no, no one's saying that. Uh, and, like, and, and efforts in DAI can cross the line. But efforts in yeah. everything can I cross know, the line. I know. My but point, DEI on its face, yes, is not discriminatory. And I, But I'm telling you what's going to happen is that these organizations, just like this gal, Kim Davis, just like the bus company, just like I'm predicting with sexual harassment, all these morons, I'm telling you right now, let's start off with, if there's reverse discrimination, meaning if white men can't get jobs because we're taking all people of the rainbow and we're taking people of all the different orientations and we're taking all the women and we're taking all the people that are I don't know, intersexed or binary, non-binary, or we're taking all these people. Yeah, it could be reverse discrimination. And you should say, 
reverse discrimination is wrong and we should sue about it. I agree. The whole thing online should be, let's fight against reverse discrimination. 100%. I'm there. But saying we should fight against DEI, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I see it. Like, how no one sees this is beyond me. It's going to empower the cluck and the dumbass at these companies. I'm telling you right now. And they're going to say dumb things that are going to become hostile work environments yes. against people of certain races and certain sexes in the job. They're going to lose their job. They're going to get sued for aiding and abetting discrimination. The company is going to get sued and companies are going to fall because of Bill Ackerman I'm telling you right now, they're going to fall because of Mark, not Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban's got it right, Elon Musk, because, and I'm not telling you, I don't, I'm not telling you Elon's doing this in his job. For all I know, X is a great place with great anti-discrimination. I'm not going, I'm not saying Bill Ackerman in his finance company, I'm not saying he's doing anything wrong. But what these people do is they say things very vaguely on these posts to trigger people and they trigger the community and vitriol there's a vit and then vitriol pukes and and then it perpetuates as we talked about last week lauren where you have one what do we call these people from the the jester from the what do we call these people the jokes from the town what are these people oh, called the village idiot the village idiot one village idiot sees another village idiot triggered by Bill or triggered by Elon. They become lemmings. What do they become? Lemmings. What's up? Where they just follow an order where they think that they have their leader and then they just replicate everything and they get it wrong. Yeah, because these people are saying, like if Ackerman, <coughs> like I feel like when you have an awesome power, you have an awesome responsibility. Like these people have a megaphone, they have money, they have a, a following. Is, shouldn't what they be saying something like this? Again, we need to fight and we will fund any case against reverse discrimination. We got your back. We support you. You should not have a lower chance in life because you're a white, heterosexual Christian man or whatever else you want to do with no demographic minority whatsoever. And we think you need a full job and it should be based purely on merit. 100% agree with that. But by saying DEI is discriminatory, by provoking these people, what's going to happen? I don't know how no one's seeing this. Like, I feel like this is my, my civil duty because I see Kim Davis and this asshole is now paying $260,000. I see what's going on with these bus companies because they listen to Abbott. Like, at the end of the day, Morty, like, how – have you seen this, what these people say? Have you seen what they say? As you say, I stay off social media. No, but, like, you have you heard about this pushback about DEI? Yeah. DEI is the devil? Yeah, and they come after DEI and – They got to get their message. Maybe I'm missing something. They have to go after reverse discrimination. I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. But saying DEI is bad, I want you to just do me a favor right now. Imagine an uneducated person. By uneducated, I mean – Maybe they graduate high school. Maybe they went to a year of college. They didn't finish. Some college high school graduate, okay? They're on social media. They're, I want you to get their salary, too. I want you to get a range. They're living in our area, Long Island, and they're making somewhere around sixty dollars to $80,000 a year. I want to I go into that range. I'm not saying all of them. I just want you to envision this person. And why that's important is it's tough to make ends meet at that number. 
you're fighting for your job. On you're fighting. Yeah. yeah, you're fighting for who you are. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just telling you. I want you to envision this person. They have a spouse, a wife. That's a man. They have two kids. They want to play them in sports. They go to the job. They feel like the black guy gets the promotion because they're trying to get up. They try and get a raise. They or over time, they feel like the Spanish guy gets it. They want to go get some day off. The women gets it. They read on the news. Women-owned businesses, minority businesses, grants, start a business. They were like, I would start a business, but I can't start a business. And just to be clear, if all those are reverse discrimination, they should sue. 100%. And I hope they'd win, and I would want to help them. But then they hear some cluck like, and I call them clucks because they're smarter than that. These people are better. They know what they're doing. They're trying to change systemic change, and they're right that they want to advocate and change these things. But they're doing it by telling this white man to sit on the front lines of the war where they're going to get shot first. They're saying, I'm willing to sacrifice you, not me. You go stand on the front lines. I'm giving you no ammunition, no training, for example, of what you should say. Your dumbass is going to go there, go to work all riled up and be like, fucking black people. (laughs) Yeah, and they're going to get sued, and they're going to get fired. 100%. And, and it's so sad. It's so sad to watch. And it's, I just wish New York, you passed this great law. And I think it's a great law. Social Service Law 149. Any person who knowingly brings or causes to be brought a needy person from out of state into this state for the purpose of making him a public charge shall be obligated to convey such person out of state or support him at his own expense. In English, you bring someone in, you're responsible for paying for them if the state has to pay for them. That's a great law. We should pass another law in New York State. Kathy, ho ho, listen to the lead, Brody. Here's the one. If you spread on social media content that is intent to rile up or cause others to act discriminatorily by challenging their dignity and self-worth otherwise you shall be jointly liable with them for the discrimination aiding and abetting exactly isn't that the aiding and abetting morty boom like the problem is guys i feel for the white guy in this situation and i've as a white guy i'm a white guy i always there's definitely some cases there not only cases i saw i saw an article um, I think it was from September in Bloomberg. They <laughs> it said that S and P 100 companies in the year after George Floyd, so I think 2021, there were like 330,000 new jobs. Six percent went to white people. There's not only cases. So there's definitely cases there. There's cases you should sue. Yeah. And on a macro level, and this is what I want to say, Musk and. Ackerman are right that we need to deal with this because as just a white guy, and I'm sure you've seen this, you see postings all the time. Women-owned business, minority-owned business, get this grant, get this opportunity, get this you contract. You never have a grant for a white Christian man. Never says it. Would it. Never, never says it. And you, as a man, you go like, what's my chances a in life? Yeah, yeah, no chance. No. But you see it, and they're right that we need change. This is not the way to do it. Putting the vulnerable in the front lines for your fight makes you an asshole. Think about that. This is the Liebcast. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com.